Welcome to Spot Growth, the podcast dedicated to pediatric speech, physical, and occupational therapists. We explore strategies, insight, and success stories to help you elevate your practice. Join us as we spot growth together. Hey, welcome everyone. Um, I just want to say you're not going to want to miss this discussion, I promise you. Uh, my name is Aaron Marshall with Extra Mile Building, and I have with me Amy Brooke, the owner and operator of Progressive Pediatric Therapy in Palm Beach County, Florida. Amy, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, I just kind of want to call back um, just a little bit to the end of summer last year, um, 2022, when uh, I think the whole industry was really anticipating. I mean, there's high anticipation uh, that pediatric therapies were finally going to see a rate increase after, you know, kind of decades really of waiting, which we'll go over in a minute. Um, and then the news came back that we were getting a whopping 52 cents per hour raise. Um, just, I mean, absolutely devastating news to the industry who, you know, was hoping for at least three, four, maybe even 5%. Um, but I think what we want to talk about today is that's, that's not the end of the story. This is only the beginning of the story. And I'm telling you right now, you guys should be excited and you really should understand what your or, your organizations are doing for you. So, uh, so Amy, tell me what our therapy organizations uh, have been working on for our members this year, really over the past six to nine months, uh, and what your experience was working with the lobbyists who have been representing the uh, the organizations. Uh, yeah, so it's um, really exciting uh, to be a part of um, a group of people and also um, the organizations that have come together to really uh, serve the community and serve Florida um, and being able to uh, explain to um, the House and the Senate and all the legislation and the um, health care committee what we do um, and why it's so important. Um, and then just to really share um you know, what's going on. And so uh, I'm excited that we got together as a group and said, we've got to make a difference. We need to um, make a change. And I think that the organizations um, to partner together as the Physical Therapy Association, the um, Speech uh, Association, so FLASHA, APTA, and AOTA, or FOTA, um, have really come together um, along with a group of providers all across the state that bring um, different different gifts and talents to really be able to share and to help make this difference. And so it's been, been, (laughs) you know, it's been for the past, uh, we all knew this, I I agree. And and summer of last year, we all really thought, wow, this is the chance like for the the government to see that we really haven't had an increase. um, Mm. I think it's a dollar since like 1996, when we really started to look at it. Um, And, uh, and so it was, heartbreaking, I think, when that did happen um, last summer. And I think, though, we didn't just say, okay, that's it. We said, how are we going to make this difference? And how do we come together to make this difference? Yeah. So what are some of the things that that we did? What, you know, so we've had this committee going in the background. I I don't think anybody, you know, was aware how much work was going on in the background, right? So what are some of the things that that you saw the committee doing, pulling together, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that? Yeah, so I think that um, what I found is that, uh, number one, we wanted to show um, the value of what we do. Um, So really showing that um, without therapy, that we could end up being um, 
you know, the kids in our in our community, or not even just the kids, but really anyone, um, any person on Medicaid, um, we we would have access issues as well as that we yeah. that we when we um, provide the therapy that we're preventing further um, problems down the road for the kids. And so the first thing yeah. was to start gathering data, um, mm. and then to find out and make sh- and to find out like we we were seeing that um, providers um, in the area that were like there's so many children that need therapy, but yet the, all of the owners were saying how difficult it is to hire um, therapists in Florida. And so we yeah. started to also say, do we need to do a survey of owners? We also were starting to see places closing down. We had two hurricanes last year. Um, and right. with the margins being so tight, since we haven't had a pay increase, um, and obviously the rising costs in Florida and the rising you know, everything. And then you have two hurricanes and you have these small margins. We started to see places going bankrupt. And so I think that we wanted to get that data and be able to show um, the government that, look, this is all the reasons we have, you know, we don't have the access to the care. We don't, we can make a difference and like save you money down the road if things are done the right way and um, be able to show that, the um, businesses were suffering and you're and because of that you're going to have a decrease in access to care to the children so those were like the main um, things we had to start to as a organization as well as a committee come together and put that data and figure out how we were going to show that um, in a one pager and so we learned also to work closely with the lobbyists and we learned how to work with our organization or go back to the flash and go back to FOTA, go back to FPTA and be able to also share with them the challenges that we were seeing um, and then get their support. Mm. Because um, as I'm not sure if anyone knows, but uh, the organizations have to have money to pay for lobbying and they have to decide what their primary focus is. And for the physical therapy association, which I'm very involved in because I'm a physical therapist myself, um, you know, they've been able to make major changes in the state of Florida through dry needling, through um, our practice act and prove, you know, being able to Mm. um, fight for that. Um, And so this had to be where they were going to choose to put their dollars um, this year. And so it's been exciting to see our association supporting us and being a part of um, saying, yes, this is something that we need to do. Yeah. And and in the midst of that, I mean, there was a survey that was developed by the committee and sent out. How many, do you remember how many respondents there were? Over? Yeah, I think there was 294, 297, like almost 300. So yeah, I, I mean, 300 respondents. <laughs> Yeah, that's, and that that's was. you guys. That's everybody here on you know that's listening to this. I mean, you guys were the ones who responded to that. You gave us the data. Um, you know, there was a, a, a different kind of data collection that went out with the, the budget collection. So we were trying to put together a story, right? A story. And I think we did a pretty decent job. So I'll, I'll, let me just bring that up real quick because I think yeah. I think it'd be good for them to see kind of the fruits of the labor. Yeah, um, And just kind of show them essentially uh, the high the highlights. Mm-hmm. of uh, what their data and, you know, yeah. just prove like, hey, you guys made a huge difference yeah. um, by, by sharing that. So this is just a one page document. Um, and I'll let you kind of walk yeah. through this with us. But um, yeah, so we, this is based on all the data and all the data collection. This is what we put together for the lobbyists or for um, uh, to take up to Tallahassee. 
Yeah. So I think like the main things that we showed here on this one pager was um, we wanted to talk about in each specialty area. So we brought up, you know, OT and PT wheelchair evaluations and how important it is um, with the evaluations that we do that we save them by making the right choices on equipment. Um, and mm. so um, we wanted to show them that if we um, are able to provide the right um, type of care and um, then we can prevent uh, cost to Florida later. Yeah. Uh, it, we also talked about um, how with torticollis we can, um, you know, if we 92% of the kids were discharged within a year and don't need the therapy anymore. So if we right. can get them in and we can see them that we can save the cost. So we were first showing them data um, for that. Uh, we then went into showing them like that really, if you look at from 1996 to today, we're talking about yeah. approximately of a dollar increase yeah. in, in like, what is it? 27 years or something. That's um, and so when, when, you know, uh, we'll talk a little bit more later, but when we was talking to the lot, um, to the house and the Senate about this, they just couldn't believe that that's what we've, that's the kind of increase that we've had. Um, wow. And we just talked a lot about, you know, our degrees. If you look at physical, occupational, and speech therapy, um, you know, physical therapy is now doctorate degrees. Many OTs now have doctorate degrees. That's right. Speech yeah. is master's degrees. Mm -hmm. And those cost more. Um, and so how do we how do we reimburse our therapists for that increased, you know, education when we haven't had an increase in over 27 years of more than a dollar. So I think that we wanted to explain that to, um, to the government so that they understood why we were struggling with um, access. So when you talk about like access and you look at the numbers below, we found with our survey that 86 prevent um, of the providers say they have a sh therapist shortage, and that's the primary reason for a wait list for services for children. Yeah. So wow. Medicaid cares about access to care, um, yeah. and so that was important to show, and that was more that was the most recent data from April of 2023. Um, so we wanted to show that, and then we just um, talked about obviously the minimum wage increase and how little we received from that. We yeah. then compared across t over 28 states, so we took data and we started to collect on data on all the reimbursement. And we saw that, look at what we are. We're at 71.96 compared to all neighboring states as well as our national average of significantly different. And so all those things is what we put together on this one pager that so that when, um, you know, I went to Tallahassee, but for the future, when we are um, meeting that we have our key points to show um, why we need this increase so badly. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, like that was the shocking thing to me is when we started collecting data from other states, just to see the disparity. And it's like, we felt it all these years, but we didn't know why we felt it. So just to see that in, in writing, like, oh my gosh, yeah, this, you know, we need something. We, we need an increase. And mm -hmm. um, so you actually traveled to Tallahassee I for did. an ACA workshop. Yes. And you were able to meet with the House and the Senate members of the mm -hmm. Budget Committee while you were mm -hmm. there. Yes. Um, I mean, that was, just just hearing you describe that, can you just share with us that visit mm -hmm. and, and how that went? Because um, that was, I mean, yeah. I think probably one of the most, um, you know, uh, imp impressive and, you know, exciting parts of this whole journey so far. Yeah. So um, thankfully, um, the Physical Therapy Association, like I said, um, has been very involved with um, advocating um, on our behalf. And one of the things that we found 
um, for uh, is coding. So I went for the ACA coding workshop um, and it, we didn't, um, I didn't really know, I hadn't been to Tallahassee or even presented ever before, um, but uh, we presented on that in the state of Florida, um, we have one code to pick from, and this is just an example of how <laughs> we're kind of behind the ages. Um, but um, we have, and also the occupational therapists have one code to pick from. When you look at other states, so we compared other states in Medicaid and we said, Are, is this correct? Like we should be coding um, what we're doing. So, or I'll just kind of go into for physical therapy or occupational therapy. Um, we can code with 97110 for therapeutic exercise. We can code with uh, 97112 for neuromuscular re-education, and the list goes on. Mm -hmm. And so the um, Physical Therapy Association felt it was important to come to go to the ACA workshop and to share this. But also when we were doing this, we were able to share about our the no change or the very minimal change in pay um, in this 17-year uh, period. Um, so the uh, FODA president, as well as myself, um, we presented um, at the ACA workshop. Our hopes are that uh, there will be a coding change this year. We um, mm -hmm. submitted a letter. Um, it was uh, well-received. Um, and so uh, hopefully we'll be going back to Tallahassee um, and finalizing and being able to add the codes because when you look at fraud, waste, and abuse, which is what Medicaid is worried, when we're trying to, to look and say how many, um, you know, kids are, or even just anyone on Medicaid is getting um, neuromuscular re-education, which is very different than therapeutic exercise. We're unable to yeah. um, document that at this point, and we're not able to show that at this point. So that was something wow. that yeah. I, we went to Medicaid and said, it's also about what we're supposed to be coding with. Um, sure. And so that was something that we went and fought for, but we also then had a chance to bring up the, um, the rate. Uh, and, and be able to share that so it did go on record because a right. lot of it is also just bringing awareness to ACA that this is something that is important that we discuss. So you actually, you, you got to pull aside a few of these or maybe all of the, the health budget committee members. Yeah. What was their reaction? Like what, yeah. what were they thinking when you showed them this, this right. data? So after I did the ACA workshop, um, thankfully our lobbyist for, mm -hmm. um, um, the Physical Therapy Association mm -hmm. um, took uh, me back to the Capitol, and um, the House was uh, meeting um, for passing bills at that time. And so we stood um, outside, and they would uh, the lobbyists would send in a note to specific um, members of the House. The Senate was not meeting at that point, um, mm -hmm. although I was um, blessed to be able to meet with one of the Senate um, uh, represent or the Senate. Um, on the house or on the healthcare um, budget committee, um, gotcha. but I uh, was able to meet with uh, people that were on that specific committee because that is the committee that makes a lot of the decisions when it comes to um, rate changes. So I learned so much about like how this all works. Um, it is ACA working closely, so ACA needs to be a part of it as well as the house has a certain budget, um, and so they have to then show that that is needed to put in the budget. So gotcha. we that's um, where I was learning a lot about the process. But I met with the lobbyists, and you have about two minutes, not lobbyists, I'm sorry, the lobbyists would pull, um, not the lobby, the House. Yeah. The lobbyists would pull um, someone from the House. They, you have two minutes to kind of prove your case. And so wow. Um, wow. You're, you decide like what's your primary focus, maybe like what area they're from. You might know a little bit of information, and you just – um, share with them about the one pager. So I met with like various um, members of the house, 
um, that are part of that committee. And it was great to see that it was well received. Prior to me going, our lobbyists were already speaking to the people that make the decision. So they they were aware of what we're looking for. But I was able to then go in and, and really be like, this is I'm a therapist, I'm an owner, and this is how it's impacting your community. Um, and so that was really exciting to be to see that they cared. Yeah, yeah, to actually look them in the face and, and mm-hmm. you know, as a person, and and have them put a face to the, you know, to the data and to the, to the need, really. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And okay, so I'm just trying to get in the frame here. So yeah. you're, you're meeting with all these in, individuals, mm-hmm. you know, they, um, unfortunately, we weren't first in line and we had probably haven't been working on this long enough. So we didn't get the raise that, you know, we'd hoped for, but you know, that being said, coming away from those meetings, how do you feel about our chances for, for next year's budget discussions? I think that this is a very important year for us. I think that the conversation was started. And I think that when, when I was there, it was very well received and mm-hmm. it was something that they were aware of, but that we need to have a lot more presence this mm-hmm. year in order to be the first in line. Um, the money went to um, others that needed it just as much as we did. Sure. And they had been in there doing a lot more than we were. Um, and so I think that the um, people in in that committee, it's a two-year um a two-year commitment. And so we had this past year and then we have this year. Um, And so we've already kind of like laid the foundation. So Mm -hmm. now it's about um, going and um, having, you know, the right people that know how to um, go to them and and explain to them our one pager and really can um, explain to them our story. then I, my thoughts are, is that next year, um, hopefully when the budget comes through, we can have that, that change. And so there's a lot of ways about going about it and the lobbyists really know how to do that. And the right. associations, um, know how to put the right people in front of the right people at the right time. Gotcha. And so, um, I learned that, uh, it is it is important to have the associations involved and it's really yeah. important because they know they're, they're over there um, kind of talking to them when we're not there, but then That's coming right. in myself, um, it was great because then it put a face with a story. And yeah. so um, I was able to, I feel like they heard me. So examples are um, one of the senators um, I have, uh, you know, a location I was looking to open in her area, but I just don't have the therapist. I have this, I have the amount of children that need the services or the um, yeah. clients that need the services, but um, where I was struggling. So I was able to talk about my personal story and she really, mm. I think that that spoke to her because it's her yeah, community. Um, I had another um, house rep that said, you know, have you guys thought about a bill and passing a bill? So I started saying, oh, I didn't even know you could pass a bill on things like this. Sure. And so um, thankfully with my contacts in other um, states, I found out that a bill was passed in another state and uh, for the same type of thing we have. And so we might explore that avenue and go okay. meet with that house just by that two minute conversation. It opened up a door that I can go and say, hey, let's meet with her. Let's talk about this bill. Let's see if we can do this. Yes. Um, 
it, then um, other ones were saying you are number two on my list and had our one pager wow. like in front of them as they were walking out from like the whole session. Cause we, I was there all day. I mean, in wow. and out, they were bringing them in and out, but I was there all day. And at the end of the session, she came out and had her one pager on top of her portfolio and said, wow. I know you guys need this and you're number two on my list for getting this money. So I wow. feel that we've wow. laid the foundation. This um, is, but wow. we have a lot I mean, more work that we've got to do. <laughs> that, I, I'm just telling you, just hearing you talk about this, like, you know, I, I don't want to get too optimistic, but yeah. my uh, anticipation is pretty high. And this, you know, we're not, we're not talking about, you know, a 50 cent race. I mean, we're, we are shooting for the moon here. I mean, we, you we see, are, you see we, if you can yeah. see it, it, we, we don't deserve a 50 cent raise. We deserve right. more than that. Yeah. If you look at the national averages yeah. and they're double what we are, yes. we 50 cent raise will not bring us close enough to what we need to do in order to have the access to care for the children and also to provide the care that they need. Um, our margins are so tight right now that I oh, think yeah. providers are um, struggling to pay their therapists, pay their um, rent, pay for all the equipment that they need, yeah. that the education part goes at the wayside. If we yeah. can't, if we can't, um, we do the best that we can educate, but we can do so much more. And we have such amazing therapists in the state yeah. of Florida. And we have, do a great job of educating we uh -huh. have some of the top universities in the whole US. That's right. Yeah. So, but yet we aren't paying our therapists to be able to keep them in our state. Because yeah. they are going to other states because the cost of living right. is higher, but yet they have student loans and they can't make it because we can't pay it because we can't. I know. Um, yeah. Mar it, it's so it's, it's a margin constant. thing. It's, it's not, a margin thing. Yeah. No, I mean, every every owner that I talk to, mm -hmm. you know, when we even talked last year about um, about pot the potential raise, right? The one that, that came through at 0.01%. The first thing that every owner thought of was, how can I pass some along some of this along to my therapists? Yeah, it's because the first they know. Thing. We Everybody know. knows. Yeah, um, and we want to give just, to our therapists, so we try to be course. as efficient as we can as businesses, and of like course. that's what we do. We want yeah. to, but when your pay rate is so low, your margins just become smaller and smaller, and you're just trying to figure out how you're going to like do it all. Oh, yeah. So um, it, we are in a, in, a, in a struggle, but I do have hope. Um, this is the first time I felt this hope in a very long time. So yes. I do feel that we, um, that we have a chance this year. We've got the, all of the associations coming together. Yep. We have a committee of, um, of uh, therapist um, owners that have, um, you know, devoted a lot of time into this. Um, and I think that um, hopefully we can make this change. Yeah, no, I, I think I think anticipation for anybody listening to this should be at its highest level. So that being said, how can everybody who's listening to this, everybody you know who's watching, how can they help? What do they need yeah. to be doing? So I think that the most like how each person can help really is by donating towards their associations. This costs money. Um, yeah. Hiring a lobbyist can uh, cost. I never even realized how much, I mean, over a hundred thousand dollars that our associations spend yeah. on lobbying. And so, um, if we don't have the, the money, honestly, the resources, yeah. then there's no one out there advocating on our behalf, um, yeah. all the time. And that costs 
it costs money. And so uh, I can tell you that the associations are on board with spending the money to make this change. But if they don't have the money, then they can't do it. So I think that that to me is um, for the one time I'd say like this year would be, you know, donating towards that. Um, And then um, for, you know, people that have relationships with um, members of the house or members of like the Senate, um, even just sharing those relationship um, information, because I think that relationships are also really important um, and having the story from that relationship is important. So um, that's always helpful as well. Yeah. So first and foremost, yes. join those organizations. Yeah. There's so many therapists in the state who have not yet joined their organization and your organization is working incredibly hard for you to be able to do this. Um, yeah. So not only, but first of all, joining, but definitely, yeah. you know, and I think each of the organizations is going to have a donate link mm-hmm. that is, that's going to this. Your dollars are going to be going to this. This meaningful raise, I mean, a meaningful raise is what we're looking for, um, is going to be a direct result of your uh, of your organizations, of your associations, um, you know, doing that work in the background for you. So, you know, we'll provide that to everybody um, as, you know, <laughs> in links. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. We need to raise those funds. We need to set up those meetings. And hopefully by this time next year, we've got a, a, a great result. Yeah, yeah, it's um I think that we can do it um with everyone's help. Well, Amy, I just really appreciate you joining me today and um yeah, just looking forward to uh to the next uh 12 months and um stay tuned, you know, to your um you know, to the communications coming from the associations um so that you know when and where to help. Uh if you haven't yet joined those Facebook groups, there's Facebook groups out there that we use to communicate and um yeah just increase that awareness so thank you everybody for joining us and we look forward to uh to talking to you guys again soon thank you and thank you to everyone that filled out the survey as well because those numbers really did help um help when we for this cause but thank you to everyone and thank you for um having me absolutely thanks amy Hey everyone, thanks for joining us this week on the Spot Growth Podcast. If you enjoyed the discussion, please leave us a review. And if you have any ideas for topics that you'd like to learn more about, please send those to the podcast link at extramilebilling.com.